This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. Welcome, Kings and Queens, to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. You're with your host, Tyler, Mickle, Pickle, Luke, and of course... Well, I wish I my name be that. I'm just so... The Fantasy Prophet, the, the fantasy great one, prophet, the Dynasty yeah. King. <laughs> dynasty King, king. That's, that's a pretty good I'm one, I'm the actually, Dynasty really King. Good. My team is so sick. <laughs> the Windless Wonder. Okay. Oh, oh, man. Man. Let's just relax. We've got another awesome episode for you today. I'll tell you more about my Dynasty team. I'll let the fans decide who has the best team. Here on the show, we like to encourage the zero running back strategy along with the <laughs> zero championship strategy from oh some of the games. Oh, my God. Tyler, okay. For, we're, we're kicking off the show. We're comparing teams, <laughs> Tyler and I. And we're going to decide right now. Do either of you have Tom Brady on your team? Bro, no. I, I have the I closest got, thing to Tom Brady. I got boned. I, my quarterback got <laughs> stolen from I me. have the guy that only put up nine points against Tom Brady's team. Hey, there you go. Super Bowl. <laughs> Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I have I have baby Pat Mahomes. Very nice guys. <laughs> very very nice. <laughs> Dynasty. Luke's bummed because his team's not not that oh, good. It's guys. not that good. My no. team's loaded. Luke, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm I've never run seen right someone butcher the number one pick <laughs> as hard as you. I have it. such a good team. Oh my gosh. I I mean I got quarterback talent for years to come. I got I got everything. Your quarterback might not ever play in the league again. Yeah, I have. Uh, Jalen Hurts now. Oh my god. To gosh. go with Deshaun Watson. Oh my gosh. All right, let's get into it. Not going to be the longest show ever today. We're going to review the top six wide receivers of the experts, 82, 82 to 93 um, experts, depending on who put the rankings in this week in PPR. So we will review those uh, later in the show. But first, news and notes. The Steelers have released uh, DeCastro and replaced him with Trey Turner uh, on the offensive line. Are you guys slightly worried about Najee Harris's offensive line? That's kind of like the only thing keeping him out from being ranked at the top 10 pick right now. Or do you think talent will trump that? Yeah, we've always been worried about that offensive line. That was Pickles' uh, issue the entire like it could be like a Saquon Barkley situation, you know? Correct. He's Correct. just getting pummeled a lot. But, but he is sick. Yep. His workload is not in question. The Steelers have a good history of uh, utilizing the running back in a positive way. I, I, man, I love him. I yep. still love him. I, I love him over the guys that we've seen before. I've told you I like him more than Joe Mixon. I think he's as talented as Joe Mixon. Uh, and the sort of wonder is always... The, the the hopefulness of the new rookie running back is always fun. Yeah, there, there's mad hype around him. Uh, in our league, he's going to probably go pretty high, top ten, I'd imagine. Top 10, he's top probably 10. not getting past Mike at nine, at least. If I don't grab him at seven, um, I, I think he is. Pro- I think he pro- might slip by me there. Like I'm going to take like Austin Eckler over him. Yep, personally. Okay, uh, so right now it's starting to get a little shaky feeling in you, huh? Yeah. Well, well it's I like mean, those were always they were always right there. It was always like nitpicking between them and um, probably uh, one or two, you know, like Aaron Jones too. Mike sees one ten yard run in preseason. I know, from Najee. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was literally right ahead say, dude, Like I'm saying this all before like preseason training camp starts, uh, end of July. You know, get a couple highlights in. Who the hell knows? <laughs> oh, I just got an email from the Bucks since I'm a 
prestigious season ticket yeah. holder. I get oh. first dibs on. Are they uh, giving you a free pair of binoculars up there? <laughs> <laughs> My seats are high. You know what? You can FaceTime me and I'll just show you. Yeah. I'll show you feels. Just, yeah. <laughs> can I just watch the game through my phone <laughs> on your FaceTime? Okay. Are you going to use those training camp tickets? Well, if Luke is done being mean to me, I'll explain, <laughs> I'll explain to you exactly what I plan on doing. What did they? What email did they? Well, send us. Oh, they didn't give it to you no, on the first level, huh? No, no. They didn't. Us, us third level guys get priority <laughs> training camp. Uh, I don't want to talk about my tickets anymore. <laughs> it's well, the second row of the third level. Do you know what the view is like up there? Up there? No, it's, be, than, it's beautiful. That's better than where ours were, Tyler, back in the day. Second yeah. row, ours, 50 our yard line. Were literally bleeding but, when we But to up. be fair, back in the day, we were a 4 1 football team and we tried to go higher so we could see the that's, yeah. Yes, that's they had true. To drop so we could you off in an air balloon. <laughs> so we could jump you off. You have to take back, a helicopter yeah. to the seats. Yeah. Okay, um, we're gonna drop you off at this helicopter. Yeah, but the thing is, you have better view of the game. Definitely, I just have one end zone, so it's not, it's not the greatest view. But you, you look at the, the jumbotron. Yeah, atmosphere. And if I'm an analyst, so you get a grown like spike the, right uh, in your face. You know, it's awesome. I'm more than just a casual fan. You're right. I care more than just being by the pirate. Pa- Pat's ship. one of those guys. He brings his notebook. He writes Correct. down yards. I have my sure. headphones because yeah. I'm listening to the, the, the radio, radio of the game. Right. You know, and that's, then no matter what, by the end of it. You both are still sweaty. Yes. And me and Pickle were sitting in our air-conditioned homes right. yes. getting play-by-play yeah. No, you're It's a miserable Getting experience. a play-by-play breakdown by analysts and instant replays you're, and things like you're that. So, I'm yep. literally going to sell all my tickets. I don't, I don't even want them. You're going to make um, some money. Yeah. But you're going to yeah, make yeah. some money. Dallas, home opener. Mm-hmm. Um, They're on sale. I don't know how we got to that because we were on Najee Harris. But um, <laughs> anyways, I forgot to start the show. Uh, this is episode 100. Yay! Whoa, Yay! Nice. Yay! Can we get a little it? drop for that, Luke? Um, I'll try to find something. I don't know if you checked that last episode. We kind of that was sick. Uh, yeah, I have a it sick like intro. A, it was a Looney Tune um, sound, but we messed up the beginning, so I had to do a little sound transition, and it sounded. Do you sick. have some dope news for us on the hundredth episode? In the industry, we like to call what Luke does. Uh, the technical magic. Yes. yes. That's what I have. But episode 100, boys, I'm, I'm happy, you know, we made it here. Uh, Put your pants back on. I know. <laughs> I was going a little crazy for it. 100 episode, um, Luke's got his pants off. But it's an impressive feat, you know. Not a lot of people make it this far, and uh, we're going to keep chugging along. Hopefully we can uh, make it big here soon. Yes, sir. But, uh, all right, let's move on. Next news item. Aaron Rodgers could save $18 million if he opts out by July 2nd. Um, not sure what that would mean because <laughs> how is he saving money if he opts out? But I'll read the little blurb real quick. Um, I guess he saves eighteen point three million in unearned signing bonus money and roster bonus money if he opts out. It's huh. a new wrinkle in the NF- NFL's MVP offseason saga. He saves it for the the Packers, I think, probably, or, or who save it. It is says it? reports Aaron Rodgers could save eighteen point three. Well, because yeah, isn't the deal if he sits out like he's going to get fined a ton of money? So is this some sort of implication? Maybe that he can get yeah, that maybe he will back? opt out. We'll find out by Friday's July second. Yeah, so he's, he's such a little weenie. Just play football, man. Just oh, play foosball. Is this coming from the LeBron difficult. guy? Yeah, uh, this is always such a funny dynamic with you. You yeah, this is always... LeBron's never done yeah, yeah, this wait, though, right? Yeah, wait, like held me? out from no, because it's easier for him to force his hand in the end. That's a Kawhi Leonard move. Yeah, what, are, what are we? What are we talking about here? We're talking you about, know we're talking we're about talking. a guy who's had, who's basically barely missed time due to injury in oh. his entire seventeen-year career. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> about to go walk away. No, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> gets hurt. If, if we want to compare something, I don't want to make comparisons, but Scotty said it best. Oh God! Oh, when geez. the going got Chill. tough, 
MJ just walked out the door. We are not oh, going to derail this. He gave up on us. Oh. 15 minutes into it with LeBron MJ. No matter. <laughs> it's good. episode 100, man. Scott, I have to get a little actually, MJ you know LeBron as, in there. As, Scott, as right. Scotty would say, as, oh, he, as of a few days ago, LeBron's the best player in the world. Oh, my. Scotty. Yeah. Scotty Pippen has, Phil, Phil has, some, has some, issues, some has demons some to tendencies. take. He's <laughs> lost that filter. Someone said it best in our group. I think it was Mike. Um, but whatever. We will move on from Scotty Pippen and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this is another just stupid thing Urban Meyer's doing. Urban Meyer comes out and says Trevor Lawrence is not ready yet. Um, what, I am not interested s- in the Urban Meyer slant. The Jags are going to – Pickle, tell him. The Jags are going to be sick this year. I every I'm just Urban's the only thing like I want to bet on them being the young exciting team but Urban I don't know I, everything points back to him thinking this is college football and not the NFL everything uh, points also, back to him only being a winner ever also true. he's trying to you know keep the competitive spirit he's well, not really saying he's not ready so it, quotes it, get taken out because he's context. got a it, Lawrence has a hamstring injury I know he's been dealing with he's for like a couple weeks so yeah. I wonder if he's like referencing that somehow and he's like 21 and been in the league for two months and he's got Gardner Minshew behind him I'm sure Minshew's uh killing him in practice yeah <laughs> but free Gardner Minshew speaking for on real. Urban Meyer coach he should talk, go to the Texans do we have What's another up? portion of Urban Meyer coach talking in this new section today uh I'm not sure I haven't scrolled up Just in case, uh, Urban made another comment that James Robinson is lighting it up at camp, and for sure they're early down, they're goal line, they're short yardage back. I believe it. God, man. So if you tie that into what they said about ETN, that they want to use ETN as this passing down guy, it Mm -hmm. does line up. Yeah. Honestly, James Robinson right now is seventh round ADP, and I love it there. Yeah, he's um, a good value. Especially if you started with receivers early and you can get him. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like he might have a you know, somewhat permanent workload. It seems like under no circumstances is ETN going to be this like workhorse no, monster like take guy. Him off take the field. It, exactly, yeah. No. And so you got value there. Just They play, uh, I mean, Houston and Tennessee both have really bad run defenses this year. So I'm open to uh, snagging up that entire backfield. If, if in a redraft yeah. league. Uh, mm-hmm. you, probably fourth for ETN and then seventh or eighth for James Robinson. Is not... ETN a fourth rounder right Yeah. Now? Well, he, he'll probably drop around with, you know, it all the ADPs right now are all mm-hmm. best ball ADPs and stuff, so it's a little different of a draft. But... And it shit in the offseason, the ADPs shift super dramatically just based on, like, one roto blurb, you know? Yep. Like, you can just completely. Yep, like would... a Najee Harris is killing it in training camp. He'll move right into that top <laughs> yeah. ten. You could go top um, five at that point. Top five, top five. A team improving their offensive line this year just signed uh, Morgan Moses, the New York Jets, to a one-year deal. That's who the freaking uh, yeah. Patri- or Steelers, Steelers should have got. What but, a world yeah. we live in, where the New York Jets are making smart football moves and the Patriot or the Steelers, Steelers are, are not. Mm-hmm. Just I like building trash. I, I really like Rob Sala. I think he's going to be. I think Jets are sneaky competitive. <clears throat> I don't yeah. seven eight wins maybe, but like just yeah. kind of competitive. I don't think that, they're like a miserable team to stay right. away from anymore. That yeah. O line's good enough too to where. In a redraft, come late round, Tevin Coleman, if he, even if I get four weeks out of him. I no, think. yeah, I think he's going to yep. start the year as the starter. So he, if you go and no he RB, he they mm-hmm. can throw the ball yep. around a little bit. He's still available in our dynasty team. That's someone you're looking I, at. I've huh? been eyeing him for a while <laughs> yeah. now. He's just, <laughs> he's just not good. Just how quickly does that expiration tag come up on him? Yeah, right. it'll be quick. Um, All right. Uh T. Higgins uh, supposedly will have huge role in offense. T. Higgins' value right now is pretty good because everyone's taking chase over him, rightfully so in my opinion, but he killed it last year at the end of the year and before uh, Burrow got hurt. 
He was like one big play after another. Yeah. Quote, they are counting on a big leap, and he put a lot of work in this offseason. So a lot of people are focusing on Jamar Chase, but they have been raving how good Higgins has been doing. So they're going to throw, be throwing the ball a ton. They're going to be able to support, I think, two wideouts every week, at least like wide receiver two status. Yeah. They have Tyler Boyd. He's going to get a ton of targets. But T. Higgins is going to be getting the lesser outside corner because Jamar Chase is going to be getting all the attention. I mean, it's going to be hard to guess. It's one of those deals where it'll be kind of hard to guess when he's going to pop, but I'm sure he's going to be wide receiver two most of the year. Yeah. That, but this I care about more is not so much the T. Higgins and Jamar discussion is – do you guys even want Tyler Boyd on your team? I do. I've got like a I've low a end flex ways. kind of like a sec one of the, like your your second flex and then flex. He's, he's the he's the three there. He's the three, yeah. And so, do you want the Bengals three? So here's the thing, though. He's the three, but he's the slot three. Mm-hmm. And him and Burrow had a really good rapport last year. He's very sure handed. He's going to kind of operate as like the sure handed, like under- like their tight end almost, tight end I guess. In a way. Yeah, yeah, he's going to so be solid in PPR. The only other aspect of it is. Jamar Chase's ADP is out of control. Yes. And T. Higgins is not far behind. He's only like a round and a half, I think, behind. People are hype on the Bengals. Which is Mm -hmm. like mid-fifth round for T. Higgins. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. But Boyd is sitting there, I'm pretty sure, with like the – it's like the discrepancy with like like Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup. Mm -hmm. Boyd's like free in like the eighth, ninth round. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I might just take the flyer on Boyd for the value. And the thing is, like Mike said, they're going to throw the ball more than anybody in the league like – I think they're going to kind of mimic like the Cowboys style. Bad defense. We're, they're still going to stick to the run, but they're going to throw the ball 40 to 50 times a game. Mm-hmm. He, they remind me of the Falcons last year. Mm-hmm. And Russell Gage last year, if you were desperate during bye weeks, your team was just getting throttled with injuries, you could like throw him into your flex as a prayer PPR that he'd get four catches for 60 yards and, mm-hmm. you know, God willing, a touchdown. Four for 60 was that. That's Correct. the line. Yep. And so that's what Tyler Boyd is to me. It feels like he's going to hurt you. It's going to be a guess, guessing game, and it'll hurt you really more. Uh, it's really rare that I want a team's number three receiver. It's really rare. The, the Steelers, for years, have, have been a team where you could get away with it. The Bucks last year, you could get away with starting Brown. The Cowboys is a good, pretty Godwin. good comparison. Cowboys, yeah. I just think... He's kind of like the, Dak is so much better than Burrow that I liked CD Gallup and Cooper, but really mm-hmm. Gallup, like a lot of the time last year, was hurting you if you played him. I mean, he would get you the twenty pointer and then a whole lot of five pointers after that. A lot of Danucci and Dalton, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, the one thing about Tyler Boyd is he will be the Marvin Jones of your draft in a lot of drafts where he'll just keep slipping, slipping, and everyone's like, I don't want to take him, I don't want to take him, but. You might be able to grab him at a nice price. That's the classic Marvin Jones in the tenth round that just kept yeah. sitting there. I want Marvin Jones this year. I do not. I was staring at him in Dynasty, but that was another guy that I got sniped on. Who took like, him? Did you take him? Uh, I think Vinny took him. Yeah, this guy Vinny. Uh, I gotta have a chat with him. <laughs> got, got a decent team. His team is not bad, and I, I'm not happy about it. All right, one more news item before we get into the wide receivers. Uh, it's a, it's about a wide receiver. And I don't know if it'll have any fantasy value, but uh, Golden Tate is determining his team of choice between the Titans, Colts, and Rams. Will it Titans, have Colts fantasy value? I no. don't think so. Uh, no. no. Yeah, I mean, Titans is interesting because they, they've only got those two. 
he would give you some like. Do maybe you think Josh Reynolds pop. is better than Golden Tate right now? Yes. They're so much different too, though. Very different players. Yeah. Because like Reynolds, they're going to use as like the downfield guy. Tate would kind of be possession dude, but nah, yeah, no point overthinking Same. that one. Um, actually, one more news item. Miko uh, Hardman is making sizable improvements in uh, the offseason. I don't know what to think about this. He's kind of sucked every time he's got a chance to start, but he's got Patrick Mahomes. He's mm-hmm. always going to be, you know, they're always going to be throwing, and he's going to have a chance, I think. But uh, I don't want to miss the boat on this, but. I took him in Dynasty. The boat might be just. Be a shitty boat so it's like, a shitty boat and uh, his 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 news is always wishy-washy it's either he's sucking and he's not paying attention and he's not working block. hard they or, literally couldn't put him on the field last year yeah. because he could not block. and now he's making uh, and he was I'm, forgetting plays in the super bowl i've yeah. made my i've made my decision on me but remember that one sick play against yes. the ravens yeah. where it was the i would think i was playing you you Probably. had Mahomes, yeah. and he just slung it like 90 yards there to him <laughs> i should have won the championship last year i'm here for it uh, I'm, I'm ready it's to wide open. Listen, like the opportunity is wide open. It, it is. is just if exactly. they didn't make any moves, they got rid of Sammy Watkins. All they've got is Byron Pringle and Demarcus Robinson. It's right there. And Every, he's a first. He was a first round. First go, round. Pick. Everything can't go Tyreek and Kelsey. Kelsey is <laughs> getting up there in age. So in terms of you know long term value, they got to figure out if Mikul can stick around, and he's still got a few years under contract. The thing is, though, for the past two years, it's really only been Tyreek and Kelsey. Like, Sammy was okay for game one of every season. Mm-hmm. Demarcus Robinson, the do- exactly. if you the play doors roulette, yep. could get it for you. But, like, I'm I'm good on Nicole. But his dra- it is baked into his draft price, right? I mean, he's going pretty late for Patrick Mahomes' potential yeah. number two receiver. Yeah, past the 10th round. So, I'm good around 10th yeah. round. But mm-hmm. then the other aspect is, too, is we, we've, we've talked about it before about, you know, some rookie receivers. Yeah, and, some guys do get better. So I mean, some guys follow – you know the old school natural progression of it takes him a few years to put things. You know he's a third. Year, he's a third year guy, right? He's a third I think year, this is year three. He's yeah. a third year guy, so it is when people can sometimes put it all together on the field and you know take off. So I'm willing to give it. He has a lot of one. Corey Davis in me, where it's like every year you're. you're is, could he? And then last year, Corey Davis did it. I he mean, did it, <laughs> but that yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? After year five, now you did it like. What, I, what changed? Corey Davis hurt me bad because I was I tried him the two consecutive years before that, and yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the top six wide receivers ECR reviewed. Uh, we will kick it off with number one. Pat, do you want to grab the uh, iPad and put it on the big screen for us when you get a chance? It's kind of weird for you to ask it on air because okay. now on air I have to tell you I, I don't have it. Oh, <laughs> why wouldn't you just like whisper that to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I have it right here on my phone. So number one, you guys probably aren't thinking this, but it's Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. out of the eighty experts polled, they have Tyreek Hill number one. I would have him number one if there's no Aaron Rodgers, but we will go with it. Number one overall of the wide receivers, Tyreek Hill. He had 135 targets. I think that was his career high. 87 catches, 1,276 yards, 15 touchdowns. Also had 13 rushing attempts for two touchdowns. Um, freaking, he's he always feels good when you take him. Yep. He feels nice. He's nasty. He's and those rushing nice. attempts are something you're getting. Like, you know they run those end arounds to him. You yeah. might get a little lucky rushing touchdown on top of the multiple receiving touchdowns you're going to get. And they've got they've gotten better too at uh the goal line like the last two years they've really incorporated Tyreek inside like the the twenty and the ten on those kind of jet sweeps and things like that so 
little cheeky plays that you get out of him too. For he's definitely for like behind Devontae Adams though. If Aaron Rodgers comes, yeah, right. yeah. If Rodgers is back, I'll, I'll I mean, because Rodgers, I mean, you know, Adams will get the all of it touchdowns. Yeah. So he's gonna get he's gonna get all of it. touchdowns. Probably don't have it up right now. Granted, Tyreek had 15 last year, so that's a mm-hmm. lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and and the target distribution with Kansas, like we were just saying, I mean, it is Kelsey and him, and if Mecole decides he wants to be good. Um, yeah, his situation is as close to Devontae as you can get in terms of target share. You know, and, and being actually, great. frankly, there's room to grow for uh, his Hill's yards. You know, he had 1,200 yards last year. I mean, he, this is a guy that had 1,400 yards two years ago. Yeah. Yep. The, the target, Did he miss a game or two? Um, I I, he might have missed. Yeah, he missed a game last year. So, okay. you so know, maybe that would have got him to 14. And that he was the PPR2 receiver last year. Like, Oh, yeah, and well, the one time he played the Bucks, what do you have, 275 yards? Correct. So yes. that, that's a huge – You mean that in, in the Super Bowl? Not in the uh, Super Bowl. Because he had zero. Yeah. This was uh, before he had the, yeah, the peace sign flashed in his face. Yes. Um, Antoine. And oh. respect to him, I was watching that again uh, the other night. I think that after that penalty, he actually went to the ref and said, no, it's good. Like, I – that, that was yeah, he the was body a language I was getting from him. He yeah. was like not He was and he smiled at Andrew. Right. Yeah, he he really, yeah. It seemed like he didn't he, care. Exactly. He took like, it. I would have fucking shoved him. No, no. It's but you can't do it to everyone and then someone right. do it to you and you not it's a little tongue in cheek. It's Yeah, I mean you can't do it to everyone. It was a great moment in the Super Bowl. Um but Tyreek Hill, stud, number one. Let's move yep. to number two. So but well, just importantly, like Go ahead. Where in the so where are you taking Tyreek? I know he's a first rounder, but ahead of what running backs do you start to consider the first receiver off the board? If he is your number one, if it isn't Devontae, Najee Harris, like we were talking that about right there. And so if I, I'm pretty set on taking RB personally in the first, but at my spot at that nine or eight spot, right around there is perfect for Hill. So but probably earlier, actually. I think right. I mean, yeah, I think probably after the break where it's like the Henny Zeke right. argument. So like tell me when six, to tell me when six, to stop. McCaffrey. Yes, you take him. Yep. Dalvin Cook over mm-hmm. the receivers. Yep. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Okay, I should preface it. I should preface with, that's the point. What? That's the point where you can realistically, I think, start. Like after McCaffrey Cook. After McCaffrey Cook, I think you can realistically start. I agree. In your head that it could be Tyreek. I wouldn't. I again, agree. Like Mike said, I want the running back. But when, you pick, when you're picking there, you can guarantee yourself top three, I would say. Mm-hmm. Really, after RB2, there's not a guarantee that you're going to pick right on that next crop of, like, four guys. Yeah, when you mentioned yeah. Kamara, I'm like, well, shit. Uh, i got to I mean, take Derrick Henry over him. Henry. He's safe. Yeah. See, to me, I, this is a hot takey because the rankings are so stupid by these okay. alleged experts, but Zeke is number three for me and maybe number two, and he feels safe, and I, I, I think you can guarantee Zeke around there, assuming <laughs> Dak is good. But, yeah, you're right. After For me, after Zeke... You know, you start to get into the Camaras, the Saquons, the Derrick Henrys, the Aaron Joneses, and um, I'm, you know, I don't hate if you want to do like what would be Devonte Adams for me, right? Right after that, right? Yeah, but like I want to account for Hill. Like th- it could, there's no reason to think he can't have the best year of his career this year. Sure, like, yeah, 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 it's all set up for him. Uh, he's you know got room to build on last year. You could take him pretty dang high and feel good. Yep. They're probably going to try to come out with something to prove. Lost in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. So we'll see. I'm I'm pretty big on Hill. Um, the old them like rebuilding that O line is going to help everything in general. I mean, that, that, you, just in one way, you can imagine Mahomes having a little more time in the pocket, letting Hill go crazy yeah. downfield. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever had Tyreek Hill on one of my teams, though. I had him the year he broke his collarbone. I've never had him, but I'm sure it's awesome. Yeah, It was great for a couple games. Tyler drafts three RBs to start every draft, so he'll never get him. Yep. (laughs) Won't happen. All right. Number two. Dude's an absolute stud. I took him at pick five last year. I loved every second of him, except in week 15 of the fantasy playoffs where he busted his only bust week of the year, Gosh. other so than getting injured in the other one. Is it fair to say he's not clutch? <laughs> I think his clutch gene was uh, lacking in that game. <laughs> uh, it is Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. 148 targets, 115 catches, 1,374 yards, 18 receiving touchdowns, and he also missed a game or two. So He's awesome. He took me. He carried me single handedly to a championship two years ago, in in uh, my second most important league. He is just so much fun because he is their goal line back. Yep. He literally gets two looks on the goal line. One time they'll try their running back if they didn't get it to Adams already. Yep. Um, eighteen touchdowns is absurd, and I don't see if Aaron Rodgers is back this year that he doesn't get that in seventeen games. Um, or he's definitely going to get fifteen touchdowns. That's what's great about him is touchdowns yeah it's easy to predict you know they're running these plays it's the same offense i mean um they lost a, an extra running back jamal williams to try on the goal line that probably doesn't matter but but they gained a couple running backs in the thighs with aj Dillon. So. <laughs> yeah that's mm-hmm. true uh i mean yeah he's, he's super safe even without rogers he's gonna be good i mean they're gonna still yep. be funneling him targets he non-stop. killed it with um he killed it with uh when rogers got hurt it's not deshaun kaiser who was um, the other guy yeah, uh, Hunley just, was it Hunley? Yeah, Brett Hunley. Brett Hunley. That's who we had. And, uh, um, yeah, he he was still solid with with Hunley, like serviceable. I mean, it's not where you want him to be. I think he was wide receiver too every week though with him. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he was averaging like sixteen per game. The which thing is, down is, from his twenty plus, but he's such a good route runner that he gets open. Right. You, you bring up a good him. point with the touchdowns that that kind of saves him. But I don't think that even if Rodgers is there, we should necessarily pencil them. I mean, it's tough to be back-to-back wide receiver. It is. Mm-hmm. It never happens. And Rodgers has a history, and so Rodgers shows me otherwise that he doesn't significantly regress after he dominates. Trivia question. Um, Last wide receiver to go number one two years in a row. Boy. Mike Julio Thomas. Jones. Antonio Brown? Yep. Good oh, job, really? Pat. Dang. Oh, I'm so good at this. I had I'm Brown so good at this. <laughs> I had Brown, the, the one fantasy championship I have, I think I had him in one of those years where he uh, – Led in receiving. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped on Adams. Uh, so I'm at pick seven. I'm debating taking him uh, in our draft. Obviously, got to wait for the Rodgers news. Mm-hmm. Next up, number three, Stefan Diggs ah. of the Buffalo Bills. 166 targets, 127 receptions, 1,535 yards, low touchdown numbers, eight touchdowns. Um, so, Stefan Diggs. Diggs has never – yeah, correct. Yeah, he's never really been a big touchdown guy, surprisingly. So, I mean, I guess we can kind – of, he's got room to grow there because Josh Allen's awesome and he had eight. But I guess maybe we should his – his whole career, eight touchdowns, six touchdowns, nine touchdowns, eight touchdowns, three touchdowns, four touchdowns. So, never had double digits, uh, but you know he's going to rack up the yards and receptions. So, uh, three feels right. Three feels right, but I feel like he's got the upside to be one, possibly. If if Rodgers is out, this is one where I could probably put Diggs ahead of Adams. Because the out. thing, let's let's talk about Hill real quick. The thing that can hurt Hill is the people around him. You know, the Kelsey, the 
That's it. Um, <laughs> well, CEH, like, the Bills have no run game. Yeah. They have no tight end. It's really Diggs Dang, yeah. and Gabe Davis and Emmanuel Sanders. I. What would you say possibly, to someone who drafts Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs on their dynasty team? <laughs> Old, washed it's up. Definitely, a, it's <laughs> a hell of a start. I would say they're probably going to get two to three years of prime football out of the guys before they're washed and irrelevant. No, <laughs> that's fine. Old twenty-seven. Let's just like even ride years. two to three years. That's all I want, honestly. No, it's a six start, especially in a redraft. You I'm pick twelve, you you rip them off twice, and yep. you, then you take you know Dave Montgomery, Chris Carson at the turn on the next, and you're all right. I um, like the way that's been shaken out in drafts. Getting now, it it changes when. They, when we get to real drafts with RBs, yeah, there's been good values. Chris Carson, David Montgomery, yeah. like you said. Mm-hmm. In the third, I wonder fourth. how far these wideouts will slip in our draft because I've, a lot of people are going to start at 2RB just to get them over with, you know? Mm-hmm. Panic. The panic's in the So mm-hmm. these wideouts might make it mid-second round, like some of these guys, yep. uh, the Justin Jeffersons and uh, all those guys. But I'm pretty big on Diggs. I like him a lot. I used to not be in on Diggs. I'm usually uh, – I like to, I've said it before on the show, uh, prove it to me type of thing. He was a fifth-round pick last year, and he proved it. He's freaking amazing. Yeah, this was another guy, Tyler, and I told you guys all was good before he came into the league. But, (laughs) oh, no, no, no. Oh, before he came. And the the touchdown thing, the only thing I'm curious about is he did play, obviously, the first portion of his career with Adam Thielen, who is one of the better red zone and touchdown receivers in the game. Yep, true that. That's a good point. Um, But I am shocked that. Josh Allen threw 37 touchdowns and Diggs only had eight of them when I heard that. That is crazy. Like, baffling me. Where did they go? Diggs? <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> that, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> Cole Beasley, I'm sure, got like five or six, yeah, but like, like I don't really know. I guess I didn't know. Dawson Knox catches six. one every so often, yeah, but he that's, he'll get one catch, like, one touchdown. only have eight? It seems yeah, weird. I have no idea really who the hell else bizarre. got a touchdown on that team. I mean, John Brown did have a great year, but I don't think it was that Diggs good. went to Maryland? Right? Yeah, he did. Yes. Maryland? Yeah, he was pick. a beast route runner, dude. I mean, just yoke. I remember you telling guys. me about him. Yeah, he, he, he Mike has hit on college. several guys. Tajay Sharp was one. Tajay Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. No, but he hit on Diggs. Are we even getting his name right? Is it Tajay? Is it Tajay no, I guess it is Tajay Sharp, right? Yeah. I'm just I blew, I, my, I blew my fab on Tajay Sharp like three years ago after like a week one 27-point performance. And I I'm, I may have dropped 50, 50 fab dollars on Tajay Sharp just to get boned. Tajay Sharp isn't even my worst Titans call either. Taiwan Taylor. That's the other yes, one. Yes, I do I remember you. That was, the draft, that was the draft at um, – that was the draft where Spencer Ware – <laughs> got hurt and Kareem yeah. Hunt went. What, oh my god, that was, was mid draft. We were at Mike's house. Yes, yeah. that was. And we you kept saying this guy house. Taiwan Taylor. Like, who the hell is Taiwan Taylor? I had to write his name on the board. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was like the smartest I'll guy. Give, I'll give you another one, Mick. And I, I can't remember if you were as we were in, in on them together, but I think we were. But Carlos Henderson. Oh fuck god! Uh, is that a Gator that's receiver? A, no, that no? I love Carlos Henderson. Swing and a miss. He yeah, like dude. felt like the Shit. new like Percy Harvin. Like was he Gators? No, he was a. East Carolina or yeah, something, something like that. Bizarre. And where did he go? He was, uh, Denver, I think, yeah, right? Just disaster. Just, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not even in the league. I anymore. think he might have got cut before like There's several. his first training camp. Like only two years ago. Imagine, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, it's not good. Oh, Treadwell boy. was a bust. Um, you, you know, a name I always look oh, at. Laquan at least, Treadwell. At least on that one, mm-hmm. the entire NFL flopped as well. So I don't feel as bad. Here, here's a big flop. That John was Ross. a top five pick wide receiver. He was like a. No doubt was going to be a beast. You guys probably haven't heard this name in a while, but Justin Blackman. From oh yeah, and listen, he was a beast. It's just that he he became an alcoholic. Yeah, he person. was an animal. 
Oh I wish God, he'd try to make a comeback, man. He's still only like 27, I think. I, mean, I think he went like Gordon's far off the deep end. Day. Yeah, gosh, Gordon. God. Might as well bring that. Like, up. I think Blackman remains off the deep end. Like, I saw a picture of him. He got all fat and stuff. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. God, fifth pick of the draft. Jags just can't hit him. I know. Um, All right, let's move on to number four on the list. DeAndre Hopkins mm. of the Arizona Cardinals, they call him Nuck. Nuke. It's Nuke? I think so. I yeah. thought it was Nuck Hopkins. I don't know. <laughs> oh my. No, it's definitely Nuke. <laughs> Why is it not Nuck? <laughs> nuck if you buck, right? Nuck, nuck if, if you, you buck. Well, All right. So he had 160 targets, 115 <laughs> catches, 1,400 yards, and this is where the poo-poo is. Six touchdowns. And don't forget, one of those was a Hail Mary, so mm-hmm. really only five touchdowns. Yep. Kyler, it's, I just don't like taking D-Hop. I, I'm a, I agree with these ratings that he should be for. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think... And, you, and he's the definition of safe. He never misses games. I think he's missed That's one true. game in his whole career. Or maybe... No, he's missed one game in his whole career. So, like, you know that there is some nice having that. Um, but you're right. Kyler's going to run the ball a ton. Um, I don't want him as a first rounder, but I'm, I'm good. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty good with him rounder. as a second rounder. As a, a second receiver or yards, first man. receiver. Huh? Racks up yards. Yeah, yeah. Touchdowns are going to be probably difficult. Just and he's just awesome. He's um, just he doesn't. There's never bad news surrounding him. You, you can feel confident he's going to play. You expect big things from the Cardinals this year in terms of offensive uh, output. They added AJ Green, so maybe there's. I'm going to be careful here. Maybe there's a couple targets that come away. You know, just because they and, and Rondell Moore as and, well. So they I have was added say some that. bodies. They had, they had Fitz running the slot last right. year, and no disrespect to Fitz. All-time great. First bout Hall of Famer. But Fitz doesn't belong on a football field right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with a young guy like Rondell Moore, hopefully some of those slot, like, manufactured short touches are going to open up some more space on the outside for Hopkins. Um, like, I don't think he's going to have the season he had last year. Last season he had 115 catches and 1,400 yards. I, I feel like the volume is going to be a little more spread out this year. Yeah, I would agree Because they that. added these guys. They, I mean, what the hell are you doing adding them? And then, unfortunately, too, you know, He's a guy that probably could do what Adams does on the goal line in terms of just one-on-one on the outside. He could, yeah. But Cliff runs the ball like no other mm-hmm. on the goal line. He wants to run the ball right up the gut. Mm. James Conner. All right. James Edmonds. Well, number five, uh, would you take him over, D-Hop? I think I would, is uh, Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons. He is now the number one. Boy. He did well when Julio was out. Mm-hmm. He had 90 catches last year, 143 targets. That's a lot of targets for a wide receiver, too. Mm-hmm. Um. 1,374 yards, nine touchdowns. That's pretty solid as a number two. Yeah. I mean, Pickle, it, your team, you would have won the championship last year if you, if, if your if guys I just t- didn't get hurt. If I didn't take fucking Clyde at fifth, I should have taken Camara. Well, Clyde was there more. He was, oh, you know, Camara was a playoff beast last year, too, yeah. man. Yeah, I know. God. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing with Ridley is great. Um, he's got room to up those touchdowns for sure. I mean, he's get he's gonna get double digit touchdowns yeah. this year. He's a great he. He scored uh, he nine scored last a, year. Yeah, but in in like every year of his career, he's he scored a, a decent clip. Yeah, um, he's a good. End I zone do not guy. want Ridley over D. I was gonna say I would probably take Hopkins over him. You're not. But. You can almost guarantee you're not getting Ridley for the whole season. You can almost guarantee he will get hurt. He's he has a smaller been, guy. True. Yeah, he has um, been nicked up a lot. He might have got some muscle on him this offseason, man. 
sure, but he he he's shown himself to be a guy whose body is inherently injury prone. Hasn't a full season to date. Yeah. Right. Devontae, D Hop, those guys are more, just feel more sturdy. Even Tyreek, who's a smaller guy, you feel is a little more sturdy than Calvin. I like Calvin's situation. I think his talent is is great, and Julio leaves, and Atlanta's defense is terrible, and they're going to be behind, and they're going to be throwing, and Matt Ryan can sling it still. But um, I think I would probably take who you're going to mention at number six, even over Calvin. Whoa, I don't think so. But who is number six? Number six, final. Justin Jefferson no, never of the Minnesota Vikings. I thought it was going to be someone else. Who do you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be A.J. Brown. No, he's uh, lower down now that they have Julio. I do love A.J. Brown, though, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Jefferson is ranked sixth. I would take A.J. Brown, I think, over Justin Jefferson. Uh, last year, uh, 125 targets, 88 catches, 1,400 yards, and seven res- or touchdowns for Justin Jefferson. Had a slow start, but ended up popping off um, at the end once they started getting him looks. Dude can gritty. Dude can score. What He's got a fantastic schedule, too. I mean, um, got repertoire, repertoire with his quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Kirk's going to be in all year, you know. Um, Are you taking him in the second round, Mike? Justin Jefferson, yeah. He nice. seems like a fine second-round pick. I mean, um, I do not want him in the second round. I, I like think. that he's that they just chuck it. He's got like he averages like twenty yards a catch or some shit. He's like a beast, man. they just constantly throw it down downfield to him. He's probably going to score more touchdowns than he scored last year. He had seven, I think. Um, their target tree is very condensed. It's just Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and then some dump offs to Cook. Um, I mean, yeah, there, what's not to love about the guy? Honestly, uh, especially in Dynasty. In Dynasty, he's like your number one receiver, probably. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, he's close to the top yeah. um, in Dynasty, but, uh, yeah, I don't know about him. I just, I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy, man. Kirk can support uh, fantasy wideouts. He can. Though. He, he can. can. Diggs and Thielen were always, you know, right up there. Um, well, last year, Jefferson finished as the wide receiver eight. six. Oh, six. And that was despite and Thielen being... finished as the wide receiver eight. Did he really? He got buoyed by touchdowns Dude, so I hard. Ha- my dynasty team is sick. It's so sick. Dude, your team is literally all going to die next year. How old I, they are. What happens after I win this year? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Vikings have a great run game, and they love to do play action, and Kirk's great with play action, and they love to stretch it down the field. Jefferson's great. Um, I mean, he literally just put up the greatest rookie season ever. <laughs> yep. Um Team, so, yeah. if he comes to you in the second round at pick three, would you grab him? No, because you want to take running backs. At the end of the second round? Like my turn? Not at, yeah. Or am second. I like in a different spot? Are You're you pick like three. Pick You're spot? pick three. Justin Jefferson probably two. does He's make it to two. you. Pick two. Okay, whatever. He so, probably makes it to you at pick two. If Justin Jefferson makes it all the way back to me, all that way back, you guys will it's not surely, that crazy. surely regret it. I don't I, think it's that crazy. I, and I don't know that I would take him. So, I, like I said, I would take A.J. Brown. I would, I would take t- Michael Thomas over him. That is that is ludicrously absurd. But why? Michael <laughs> Thomas Michael was Thomas. like the number one receiver He's getting drafted last year. He's got your favorite quarterback, Jay Boo. And he, but, but, you, you want to talk about someone that can support receivers? Yeah, that man throws that thing to the other team. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm Kirk, just saying I don't think it's I that think outrageous. Missing, I think we're missing the point that Kirk Cousins has been supporting top 12 receivers and mm-hmm. Thielen and Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson for the past five years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I just personally would left and right. think I'd rather have Michael um, Thomas. 
But yeah, I mean, just for Jefferson, he's in a great system. He fits the system with what they want to do. And could this be the year Kirk falls off, though? I mean, that they draft a... they drafted Kellen Mond. That's a little concerning. <laughs> no, it's not. It's his last. It's his last just... year of his deal. This is his last so, year. So last year the deal, but I go for the Kirk wants to ball out to get paid again. True. Um, the quarterback situation doesn't bug me as much because they took a quarterback who oh. has to sit a few years before he's ready to yeah, go. He's not very good. Um, oh, relax. He's just a raw talent. That's you know. Um, but in terms of like the verse Mike Thomas and Jay Boo, I'd rather take the known factor of yeah. Kirk to Jefferson versus the unknown of maybe Taysom, maybe Jay Boo. Yeah. Maybe Mike Thomas is healthy again. He's also 28, 29 years old. He is a diva, too. So, well, Justin Jefferson looks like he'll be a diva, too. I so. think something in my mind doesn't like taking uh, a wide receiver before their year three. Now, and that, that is I, a good point. I think there's something there in my history, head that doesn't like There is, I'm pretty sure, a history of year two slumps. No, year two. I was. I just heard this week year two is a big breakout year for receivers. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was year three. But is no, it, year two. I, they were I, talking I, about in relation to Ayuk, Rager, and... Um, Who's the other guy? Well, Jefferson. Did, did yeah. it mention based on how year one went? Uh, I don't know, but it was, I want to say there was something about like the if they the start ones at the hot, top, right? Kind of tanker off, and then the ones that that don't makes start slow kind yeah. of pop off because you get your so DJ Moore's and you get the guys that start slow, and then as they mature into the offense in the league, they get to be awesome. I think yeah. I think Tyler's thinking of like Michael Clayton on the Bucks back. In well, the no, day. even it might no, because that a, and I've thought the same thing for Mike, DK Mike Metcalf. Evan, Mike Evans, I think, had a sophomore a little bit. He had a dropsies. Yeah. He had a dropsies. Cooper case. had the so- the sophomore slump. I know it's a thing. I've it's yeah. a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> that same thought process has kept me away from DK. Um, was DK a rookie last DK year? DK was no, second year. Second year. year. So he's I don't know why it feels like he was a rookie last year. I just like. I just feel like for some reason I need to see it. Just uh, give me one more time with Justin Jefferson just to make sure he didn't just pop up on the scene and like just had everything go right for him last year. Give me one more to know that you're actually awesome because I know I shouldn't put a lot of weight onto it, but teams chose three receivers before him in the draft. And they were probably wrong, but like it was commonsensical that Jerry Judy, CD lamb, Henry Ruggs were sure. So Henry Ruggs was weird, but didn't, did Rager go before I think Jefferson? Rager went ahead of him yeah, too. Oh God! Yeah, T Bone. So, yes. Your pick, second round announcement on the show right now. If Justin Jefferson is there, you will take. He said him. yes. Yeah. I mean, it would no have doubt. To be... What if Joe Mixon's there with him? Now I'll say if you <laughs> don't, we start to get in the conversation. <laughs> what about like Ceh that? there with him? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll go Jefferson. Okay. Uh, if Jefferson um, is there one pick later. I'll take him. Yeah. Because I, I do like him in the third, and if I don't take him at the first pick of the third on the turn, I'll never get him. So I am okay with that. It's just that I don't know that I want him as my second player on the board yet. Yet. Let and me it might be I might be willing. I might be wrong. Let I mean, me read these stats for him. You might change your mind. So uh, he recorded on – this is a very obscure stat, but and I've never heard it um, – Cited before, but it sounds good. He recorded 100 or more receiving yards on seven different routes last year. Travis Kelsey is the only other player to do so in the whole NFL. He also had an NFL high 606 yards against press coverage. So, like, they can't just stick yeah. some big corner on him and jam him at That's the line. That's good. And take him do you out. know what it feels? That is a cool stat. You know what it feels like with Justin Jefferson is because he all of a sudden got inserted heavily into the offense. Teams weren't treating him as the one. It was still maybe Thielen being treated as the one. So he was getting a lot of that Juju Antonio Brown uh, stuff from a few years ago. Juju all of a sudden burst on and then like fell off kind of. 
Remember when Juju bursted on, he was oh, yeah. cranking out long yeah, was. catches across the field. I still believe in Juju, man. Big, big difference. <laughs> big difference in that though. Uh, and Justin Jefferson is better. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Is when Juju was that's doing the stuff that that as the number two. I could have, I preached it from the second it happened that Juju wasn't a number one though. Juju couldn't handle it. Yeah, I mean Jeff can't handle it. The thing with Jefferson last previously. year, where the the Vikings screwed up, is remember they started him as their slot receiver because that's all he played at LSU. He like just played slot yeah. receiver, so they're like, all right, we're gonna play Ola BC Johnson at wide receiver two. <laughs> oh, that was one, of the and then we're gonna guys. play uh, Adam Thielen out here. And then after two games, they're like, what the hell are we doing? And then all, literally after that, Justin Jefferson just was going off. Like, you know what nonstop. Justin Jefferson has that Juju doesn't have is Moxie, and that makes you feel like he can't be a one. Yeah, he is a fun sort of. You ever uh, seen Juju dance? He Juju. Here's the thing: Juju, Juju, Juju dances a, before the game starts. Jefferson dances after. Juju yeah, dances. Juju does the annoying shit. Juju does not dance in a cool way. Ju- Jefferson <laughs> dances in celebration of something dope he did. That's Juju, right. Juju dances it. before he's about to get walloped. Yeah, he was doing the antagonist. Corvette, shit. Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a little thingy. All right. We'll end it there, man. Um, in your t- in your receiver TikTok Jeff, rankings, though, so it's safe to say. Yeah, Chase Claypool, number one. Claypool, number one. <laughs> then Juju. Juju's got to be well, number yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say Jefferson. I mean, I feel Is like he a TikToker? I just assume with the gritty shit, he probably does yeah, I've never seen him TikToks. on there. I've only seen Juju and Claypool. I feel like every player. Claypool, you sign your NFL Claypool is a dynasty team member. I so, loved yeah. when Claypool was on t- Twitch after getting beat by the Browns. He's like, oh, God, yeah. Browns about to get clapped this weekend. Anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't care. Like, oh, bro, you can't say that shit after you got clapped. <laughs> you just yeah. got clapped. How does he not learn? How does he not watch Juju talk all this shit and, like, almost not get a team to sign him and not learn? Like, you should be more like Deontay Johnson than Juju. Bro, Juju was getting mad, like. Or he's getting a lot of hate now, but at first the people loved him because how good of a person he is. Like he's a really he's nice a good guy. guy. But you can't be as you have to be good at the thing you're doing if you're going to talk like he, him. He or is. Act he's like trying. He's let's, trying to be let's, like let's you know. I don't care what up. people think. I'm going to dance. You know, like Tyreek can flash the peace sign. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good doesn't even do it justice. You've got to be great. Yeah. Tyreek can flash the peace sign. Tyler why'd Davis. You dra- why'd you draft Juju? If you're going to be well, because I need him. It's 24 years old, and it was like the 10th round, and you guys somehow let him. No, he was the sixth round. Taking these third year trade. Trade me Juju in Dynasty. I don't. I mean, yeah, it was late. But yeah, to do what Juju does, you've got to be to level good to go dancing on and disrespecting on like, other teams. Like there's yeah. some like D Hop is not be, even doing that, right? D Hop is not. Julio, Julio, our dog Mike Evans doesn't do that. Julio shit. Jones wasn't Dude, doing Juju it. Juju is so young; he still can be that good. I so think he's got it. If he I mean, gets it, to be that good, it's what Tyler always says about Adam Thielen. It's like, bro, for six years, <laughs> you couldn't do it. And then, like, all what the hell was going on for six a years? Little what bit better all start. of a sudden happened? You know what I mean? Like, if Juju all of a sudden is, is – you're just like, what, what happened for three years? What changed other than your hair isn't green anymore? Whatever. <laughs> Pat, that hey, was this week's episode. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fantasy Kings and Queens. Don't forget to find us on the Google Play Store, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. Hit the follow button, DM us any questions you have. When you find our podcast, hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. That's what we're worth. Anything less, uh, keep it to yourself. Until next time, take it easy, Kings. See ya.